Welcome back to Carter and Lowry, episode number 98. I'm here with my man Sam Carter, and I'm very excited about this week's episode because we got a lot of great things going on in around the, in or and around the world of sports uh, on a chilly Monday night. Uh, a little pre-recording for Carter and Lowry this week. Sam, um, how's it going? You know, at Providence High. You know, things are as they usually are. Um, not much is going on, you know. We're sort of at that uh, twilight zone between sports. No football, no basketball yet. Um, so here we are. Here we are. Um, and my question to you has got to be this, you know, is coming up on 100 episodes. Mm-hmm. Favorite blooper moment uh, in Carl and Lowry history? Um, the obvious answer would be when your pantry fell. But, you know, I'm going to go with maybe that time, you know, I wasn't feeling it and I was just tweaking on on air. Yeah, I mean, Sam was completely out of it. I mean, he just, he was in another world uh, (laughs) entirely. So, you know, give him props or whatever, but. He made it through the episode, so you give him that. We kind of respect. No more baseball, though, for the first segment. We're starting off with college football, and the biggest, best game of the week has got to be Heels taking on Demon Deacons. Wake is fake. Sam Hartman choked. You know the rest. North Carolina takes down Wake Forest. 6-0 and on the road for the first time in school history. 9-1 and of the season. Might be ranked in the top 10 in college football playoff rankings. Need I say more? No, I don't. And um, Drake May, 31 for 49, 448 passing yards, three touchdowns. Next week, UNC will play GT at home, and Wake will have Syracuse at home. Sam, what does this win mean to the Tar Heels? Um, I mean, you know, this was sort of the major roadblock uh, left in the season for the Heels. You know, obviously there's that big rivalry game with State. Um. But, you know, I mean, this is the game that people were pointing to, like, oh, you know, this makes or breaks North Carolina's season, um, and it's not over yet. It's not over yet. And uh, doing a mention, Clemson Tigers doubling up on Louisville, 31-16, easy win, Yeah, uh, 39th straight at home. Sam, you know, any thoughts there? Um, don't let the, the score fool you. Um, Florida State scored a little cheapy touchdown right there at the end of the game. Um, I mean, come on now. What is it? I mean, Clemson rolling in. They still got a chance, as many believe, with that loss to Notre Dame. But I will say, it would help a lot uh, for the Heels and for Clemson if Notre Dame could go to USC and get a win. It will really bolster that loss. But NC State going... Out on their home turf and losing to Boston College. Sam, what can you say about this? Um, You know, my sister was in town, and my grandmother was over at my house. She's a big state fan. Um, You know, there was some some anger. There were some words said. Um, I mean, this was just a very NC State-esque game, you know, as of late. Um, I mean... Just turnover after turnover after punt after fumble. I mean, it was it was a 
bad game to watch. Um, you know, if you're a fan of football, then you disliked this game. Yeah, and I mean, on top of all of that, you know, we got the pick 12 in Charlottesville. Virginia throwing two pick sixes back-to-back, first place scrimmage, 12 seconds of the game. They're down 14-zip. <laughs> we don't do a worse team of the week for college football, but that if it was going to be that, I mean, the UVA Cavaliers, I mean, 3-7 and seven on the season. I mean, they're really in the conference now for basketball, if we're being honest. But it's just the way it is, you know. Got to clown them a little bit because UNC is, you know, playing so well. Also, now we got confirmed UNC versus Clemson for the AC championship. Sam, is this the team you expected to come out of the, you know, uh, the coastal? Is the team you wanted? I mean, what's um, what's the feeling like there? You know, I didn't really have a preseason prediction. Um, but uh, I wouldn't say that this shocks me. Um, I mean, the Coastal is pretty sorry. Like maybe Pitt would have been, you know, at the beginning of the season, my initial guess. But, uh, you know, the Coastal's pretty bad. Well, that's a harsh words from Sam Carter. But looking around the country, uh, you got, you know, dominant wins from Tennessee, LSU, Squeaks one by Ohio State dominates. Notre Dame squeaks by Navy. Purdue takes down number four, 21 Illinois. Vandy beats Kentucky, getting an SEC win for the first time in I think five years. Um, uh, Michigan cruises against Nebraska. Alabama beats Ole Miss. Big game there. Sammy watched that game. What were the thoughts there? Um, there were opportunities for Ole Miss to win this game, um, but ultimately. Alabama just played better. Um, I mean, it it comes down to great coaching. I think, you know, if you switch the roles, if you put Saban on Ole Miss, I think they win that game. Um, so, I mean, mm. yeah. I always loved to disc Lane Kiffin, you know. Although I do stuff. like Lane Kiffin. Like, whoa. Oh, yeah. Terrible attitude. Terrible attitude. I think he's funny. I, it's a little bit comedic, but I'm laughing at him, not with him. See what I'm saying? I guess. Um, you saw Oregon, you know, they slipped on their uh, big duck feet. Uh, literally, uh, the running back slipped on the fourth and one, and Washington goes to Oregon and takes them out. You know, Washington, the Huskies, they got it going. And, uh, you know, they're looking, you know, to get a nice bowl. I mean, they're a two-loss Pac-12 team. Um, alongside Oregon, and UCLA also now has two losses after losing to Arizona at home. I mean, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Um, TCU handles Texas 17-10, a sloppy Big 12 game with a, a lot of defense, which is rare for the Big 12. And looking around the country for next week, um, not much going on. Illinois going to Michigan. I'm expecting Michigan to dominate there. Georgia, Kentucky. Should be no contest there. And uh, USC UCLA, it's a solid game. Uh, 8 o'clock on Fox. And Utah-Oregon, now a battle of two lost Pac-12 teams, should be a fun one at 10.30. And now we uh, we head over to uh, the NFL. And, you know, the Panthers and, you know, the Steelers, they're out of the equation. But this game... 
that happened, the Vikings and the Bills, if you have not seen it, you have got to see it. I mean, maybe the greatest game. I'm going to pull out my inner Chris Berman. I'm doing a first on Carl Lowry. You know, sound the alarms. I'm going to attempt to do a little highlight, I mean, to do this justice because this was an incredible, incredible game. Um, first of all, you know, we get the antics, you know, get set the situation. Vikings down by four, fourth and 18 from their own 30 and cue the NFL primetime music producer, Dean. And we come in, you know, Kirk Cousins evading the pressure. He gives it to Justin Jefferson for one of the greatest catches you'll ever see. Look it up right now. The one-handed, you know, jump man pose over the safety converts on fourth down. Later, Jefferson, again, rising up over the defenders for the catch on the two-yard line. A chance for the Vikings, but Dalvin Cook fumbles it up. You know, I had an easy pass. You kind of just, he got hit by the defender. He just coughed it up. Fourth and goal. The Vikings go for it because they're down four. Two minutes left in the game, and they miss it. Now, the Bills have the ball left with a minute approximately remaining. And, you know, what do you know? The Bills, they love the choke. On the one-yard line, Josh Allen fumbles it. Recovery, Vikings touchdown. And then later on, Josh Allen leads the Bills down the field, kicks the field goal, overtime, baby, and the Vikings get the ball first. The Vikings kick, you know, the field goal, you know, in overtime, draining the clock, giving the Bills only 33 minutes, excuse me, and 42 seconds. The Bills come all the way down. And, you know, it could be nobody else but Patrick Peterson, the forgotten Cardinal, coming through with the game-sealing pick for the Vikings. They lead the division by four and a half games. They are 8-1. and one. They are playing on Thanksgiving. Kirk Cousins is, you know, I call him like the average NFL quarterback, but he is leading at this team. And that is it. Sam, how'd I do? Um, I don't know if it was three minutes, but it certainly felt like it. I mean, I mean that's, the, that's the goal of an NFL primetime segment. Um, but the NFL, you know, when me and Sam's teams aren't in it, it's hard for us to get invested. So I apologize. Maybe Sam doesn't. I don't think he has a lot of remorse um, in that kind of sense. But, you know, we got a great team on our hands with the Vikings this year, as well as the Eagles. You know, they go out tonight. Unfortunately, we don't get to see if they go 9-0, but they're playing the commander, so they should. Um, and then, you know, like I said, Thanksgiving games, Patriots-Vikings, that, I think that's going to be a nice game. Obviously, Giants-Cowboys is set up to be great. And how about the Cowboys losing overtime to the Packers? The Packers came alive a little bit, seeking to snatch that wild card spot. Um, just to, you know, mention it, uh, the Panthers did get a win, beating the Falcons on Thursday Night Football in the ugliest jerseys you'll ever see them wear. And uh, the Steelers, you know, they were the Steelers, and they won this week, you know, in some way, some way getting the win, 20-10 to 10 against the New Orleans Saints. What can I say? You know, props to the Steelers. Uh, next week, the Panthers will go to Baltimore, one of Sam's favorite American cities. Yeah. And the Steelers are going to play the Bengals at home. Well, that's going to do it for our NFL segment. I hope, you know, I inspired a little Chris Berman. I didn't have any, you know, cool adjectives. I, I wanted to maybe make a gritty joke about Justin Jefferson, but that would have been just cringy. And on Corn Lowry, we don't do that, no. um, as Sam knows. So I just abstained from that. Um, but looking at uh, the Charlotte Hornets, uh, LaMelo Ball came back, and that's about it. Um, these Buzz Boys are terrible. 3-11 and is their record. 
terrible team. You know, just no sort of flow, no coordination. They lose in overtime against the Trailblazers at home. Go play the Heat. Lamelo comes back in the last game on Saturday night, but two losses in a row. 0-3 on the week. Player of the week's Lamelo for coming back. Uh, PJ's been playing pretty solidly, I, I'm not going to lie, but it has not been enough at all. Um, the NBA has kind of fallen under the folds, but I will mention my MVP pick at the start of the season balled out last night. Joel Embiid drops 59 points against the Jazz in a classic NBA matchup, 105-98. You'd love to see teams hold each other under 100 points. And uh, just to give you a little check of the standings right now, um, obviously the ongoing Kyrie Irving situation. Um, but just to look at the standings real quick, um, you know, you got at the top of the Eastern Conference, the Bucks and the Celtics, and then the Hawks and the Cavs. Those teams are remaining steady and solid. In the West, you got the Trailblazers, the Nuggets, the Jazz, and the Suns. And so, Sam, we want to hear your take. You know, you're the you're the guy who's, you know, convicted. you got your opinions. You have the Kyrie Irving situation supporting an anti-Semitic, um, you know, post on Twitter, claims he's not anti-Semitic, claims he's spoken with the Nets, you know, what do you make of the situation? And, you know, what do you make of the whole Kyrie Irving saga? Where have we gotten? Um, well, one, I miss the old Kyrie, the Cavs, Kyrie, number two. Um, and it's sad to see a guy like that who was so good and who people like modern or modeled their game after turn into like a, a crazy person. So yes, what he's saying is crazy. Um, whether he thinks, whether he's ignorant to his anti-Semitic comments or not, whether he knows he's doing it. I mean, it's wrong whatsoever. Um, and I think that, you know, anybody who's kind of sticking up for him is being a, a bystander. Um, so I think that the ball is in uh, the net's hands, or court rather. I mean, kind of pun intended, not really. Um, I think that there definitely needs to be some disciplinary action from the league and uh, the net's. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's been banned five games, but this is kind of been swept under the rug, and it's not made that big a news. And I mean, you know, it's it's interesting. It's an interesting situation. How much can you punish a player for what they say? But I mean, I completely agree with you, Sam. I think this has got to be dealt with in a more serious way. He shouldn't have a job with the Nets right now, but he does, and he'll be coming back to many booze, I imagine. But um, you know, that's just the guy. He's kind of crazy, like Sam said. But you know. You gotta, you gotta just take it as it is in terms of, you know, we can't expect, you can't hold him to that standard anymore. We just have to come to expect this and just punish him accordingly. And um, I think that's what's going to be done in the future. Obviously, the the NBA is taking a lot of heat for this, but kind of is what it is. And uh, you know, not a lot going on around the leagues. Kind of the same teams finding their groove here. Uh, the Cavs playing excellently, kind of. You know, moving the model around, I want to ask you, Sam, you know, they traded for Donovan Mitchell over the summer in that top four spot right now. Um, mm. Do you think trading for a star is an effective way to win a championship, or do you think the free agency model is the only way to get it done? Um, I mean, 
It depends. Like, obviously, you said, like, Donovan Mitchell's a star, but I don't know if that'll build to a championship for the Cavs. Um, Pretty good, but, you know. Yeah. Believe I just will. see a championship, you know? Hmm. Okay. I mean, that's, that's a cold diss, but I got to respect it. Got to respect it. I just don't think that you can build around one guy. I mean, yeah. but I mean, they have the Jared Allen. They got, you know, Darius Garland. Yeah, but still, you're poking holes in my argument. and I am, yep. You know, yep. Good, so. I'm taking the cake on this one. Um, sorry, Sam, for that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting. Um, but I don't think there's this going to be a championship this year. Um, but, you know, they have a solid team. I think they all, they'll be a semifinal or, or conference championship team. Um, but they don't have quite that superstar leader. But we'll see if Donovan Mitchell can evolve into that this season. Uh, Jalen, uh, excuse me, Jason Tatum has been playing excellent as you. But as we look around the league, you know, obviously still tracking the Donovan Mitchell, you know, MVP kind of situation. Luka Doncic been awesome as usual. 24-8-8. Eight eight. Uh, Sam, will he sustain it? Yes or no? No, he's too young. I don't think that... Um... You know, I, I still think that he'll be a great player uh, as the season progresses, but I don't see him keeping up these stats. Um, so, yeah. All right, well, let's kick it over to a little college hoops. And, you know, getting into the swing of things to the North Carolina Ontario, struggling out of the gate, uh, but they're still ranked number one, 2-0 in the season. Got a win last week, 102-86 against College of Charleston. That's Biscuits. Next week, they'll take on Gardner-Webb on Tuesday and James Madison on Sunday. Sam, the Heels have struggled a little bit, mainly because they haven't found a good rotation because they really only have, you know, five solid players right now. Um, you know, what, what would you do in this situation? Do you play the starters more minutes? You know, is that sustainable? What, what are your thoughts there? Um, I just think as we progress through these early games um, with the teams that we should be uh, just experiment, um, just kind of try and find a flow. I think right now probably don't go with playing the starters more minutes just for fear of them getting hurt. Um, yeah, I think just experiment as the season progresses. Yeah, I mean, I think you just got to gotta hold on. You just got to be patient, except maybe if we got to get a two seed. We don't have to be the number one team. All year, I don't think this team is capable of that. But come tournament time, you know you have the five guys to push you over the edge and you know contend for a national championship. Um, but some cool stuff on the battleship. Uh, well, I guess technically an aircraft carrier. Gonzaga taking on Michigan State. Michigan State almost takes down the number two team in the country. First time since 2012 that's happened. Sam, thoughts on playing basketball outside? Um, I mean, it's cool for like a consolation game, um, especially for, you know, playing on a battleship like that's dope. Uh, but I think that there's too many variables, uh, that you can't control like the wind, you know, like what if it started raining? Like that court's going to be, they were in Hawaii. Yeah, but you hear what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, it's still cool, though. 
Yeah, um, you know, Gonzaga pulling it out. They're still the number two team in the country. Um, but I do have to. I apologize. I, I just had it on my phone. All-time quote here from Armando Bacot for this week. Quote, I've got to remember I'm not a CEO. I'm a high-end janitor. I'm not the most talented guy. I've got to go out there and fight. I need to be a trash man. i got to go out there and just be a dog. Sam, what are your thoughts on this quote? And what does it say about the leadership of this team? Well, it shows that he doesn't take himself so seriously. I mean, don't get me wrong. He definitely takes himself seriously. Um, I'm, but I, my point is, is like, you look at some guys and they're just so full of it and they think that they're the only thing that anybody ever thinks about. And, you know, maybe Armando Baycott isn't that guy. And I hope that he isn't. Um, and I think that that quote kind of proves that. Yeah, I mean, this team has got a very unique, you know, blend of unselfishness. Um, obviously, he is the leader being the senior and, you know, Everyone else kind of, you know, there's no other really seniors on this team. Uh, I mean, obviously, Leaky Black, he's a super senior, but, you know, he's kind of, he's been out in and out of the rotation. He hasn't been there like Armando has. Um, so I think he provides a unique presence, and that's a unique perspective to have a, for a leader to have. I think it's going to serve this team well down the stretch. Um, but all-time quote there. Team of the week, Arizona. They didn't really do anything special. They just moved up in the rankings the most. And the worst team of the week was Villanova. They lost to Temple. Uh, you know, with about two seconds left, I mean, 0.2 seconds left, uh, Temple got fouled up three, but the fans thought the game was over, so they stormed the court. Police made them pull everybody off the court, shoot the free throws, and come back again. She just got stormed the court on twice in the second game of the season in your own city. <laughs> Villanova, you are sorry without Jay Wright, and you deserve to be dropped from the rankings. Same, I mean, Tennessee, they barely held on after getting beat by Colorado Boulder at home. Um, but this is tough stuff. I mean, this is where you find out the legitimacy of the teams. And can I just say, we have an incredible lineup of college basketball games. Maybe you're not fully tuned in like Mr. Sam Carter. Or, you know, I mean, I'm saying he's more of a college basketball guy at this point in the year. But you got Duke, Kansas tomorrow night. You got Gonzaga, Texas Wednesday, and then, you know, all kinds of madness over the weekend. Virginia, Baylor on Friday night, Illinois, Utah, uh, excuse me, Illinois, UCLA, um, Kentucky, Gonzaga on Sunday night. It's crazy. So tune in. Big ranking shift coming this next week. That's about to going to wrap it up. Uh, Sam, any final thoughts? Nope. All right, that's going to do it for episode number 98 of Carl Larry. You can hear from us next Tuesday.